<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal guardio, man. We back. Co-host. Water, man. You drinking enough of this? Are you drinking enough water? I want to know. I forgot my uh my my usual co-host bottle. Shout out to Afro and uh Cat. Um I forgot. I forgot it. So I just grabbed that and left the house real quick. But man, we back. Make sure y'all drinking enough water, man. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't want to hear no no well, I don't drink water. And it has to be. I don't want to hear none of that, man. The water has to be in your system. The water has to be in your system. And I want you drinking it every day, all day. A lot of it. No excuses. If you got time for all this other BS in your life, you need to put the water in there as well. Why not? It's only beneficial. It's going to help your skin. It's going to help your internal organs. It's going to help your mind. You know what I'm saying? It helps you with weight loss. It's a good time, man. Water is a good time, and it's underappreciated, man. You be bathing with it. You be holding it. Whenever you get, whenever you get a wound, like you get shot and it goes straight through, or you get attacked by a grizzly bear, you need water to clean the wound. You know what I'm saying? This is stuff y'all got to think about, man. Y'all out here, man, people that leave shopping carts in the middle of parking lots, they don't be drinking water. They don't be drinking enough water. I can tell, man. Anybody that's capable of just leaving the shopping cart in a random spot, a parking spot that could be used up from an innocent car, Somebody just trying to provide for their family and go get the groceries and the paper towel and the toilet tissue. They trying to park. They pull up. It's a shopping cart in the slot. Now you done ruin their whole night or their day. You know what I'm saying? Now they can't even go in the store. Then they go home and they beat the kids because of you, because you left the shopping cart in the parking slot. Put the shopping cart back up, man. Sick of it, man. You're ruining lives out here. You're ruining lives. We need to take it to the Supreme Court. If you leave a shopping cart in the parking lot, they should have cameras, surveillance, 24-7, every parking lot at every store. And I, I, want, I want people brought up on charges. Just like they can find you when, you when you run across a toll and you don't pay, I want you to be found because you didn't restock the shopping cart. I want you to get a ticket in the mail. We saw what you did in that Trader Joe's parking lot. Here's your ticket. Here's your citation. And then if that shit builds up, you get arrested. Let's say you keep you keep leaving shopping carts in these random spots, man. I want you to get arrested. I want you to be brought up on charges. Because you a menace leaving the shopping carts just in the random parking spots, man. You ever pull into a parking spot, you turn the corner, you, you whipping in, there's a shopping cart right there. Hating. Sick of y'all, man. We back. Verbal cardio, man. Get my producer extraordinaire in the building, Sabrina. You're, yo, you know what I'm I actually did pull into a, a parking spot the other day, mm-hmm. and there was a shopping cart in there. My car is so small, yeah, that I was still able to fit oh. with room. And I was like, <laughs> I won this time, you did, because they could have ruined your life. <laughs> they could have, because I was, I was, there was like no parking at all. See, you would have went, you would have left, you would have aborted that whole mission. Yeah, and I all was just because like, they couldn't put the shopping cart up. Yeah. And this is a simple task, yo. So simple. This says a lot about who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? What you doing while nobody's watching. Well, I'm watching. And if you have, oh, when people be like, oh, but my kids, they'll be all right for them two They'll seconds. be all right. Them two seconds. Your kids will be all right. Just, Trust. Just throw it. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll like, push it mm-hmm. towards the thing. Yeah. And hope for the best. And at least it's over there. It's right. in it's in the, the mix. The carol, the what, carousel, corral, corral. Yeah, shopping cart corral. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to Golden Corral. You know what I'm saying? Oh I'm God, like, please never that. Golden Corral. <laughs> Shout out to Golden Corral. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buffet. So, wait, uh, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Since you brought up Golden Corral, so like out of those kind of restaurants, right? Like Golden Corral, mm-hmm. Sizzlers, uh, Sizzlers, Singler, Sizzler. Yeah. Um. What's the Bloomin' Onion one? Bloomin' Onion. Outback? Outback. Like, oh. all them restaurants. What's your favorite? So... Them little fast... We, well, we talking all you can eat or we talking just regular like restaurants? Like them fast food sit-down restaurants. Because that's what... Let's, let's be honest. You know what I'm talking about. Because that's technically what they are, right? Yeah. My personal favorite is Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't know. The people didn't know. Yeah. 
Olive Garden. Every time we pass Olive Garden, nah. Sabrina be like, man. You know what I'm saying? Me and my mom used to go to the Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden to this day because the, <laughs> the breadsticks are vegan. Yeah. And I can still have the, the pasta vajoule, which is no, no, not the pasta vajoule. It's a it's one of the um, it's one of the soups that I could still have that's also still vegan. Like it's vegan as well. Right. I remember so, Ponderosa, by the way, uh struggle so beer. Good. Um but you never go. Oh, I I went one time in Burbank. Oh, 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 you were on the road, huh? And I, how was it, man? Was it was it like old times, man, or was it different? I ordered breadsticks and that soup, and I was in heaven. So it, it, it still hit the same. That those breadsticks, those oh, are good breadsticks. Those breadsticks are amazing. Those For are anybody who's like, oh, it's got butter in it, it's actually oil with salt. It's like seasoned salt. Say salt again. Salt. Salt. <laughs> Is there a there. W in there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bought a I bought a smoothie today for the first time from the gym. Mm-hmm. And, and you so gave I, it to Jazz. Yeah. And I shouldn't even say I bought. I hope the guy's not watching. He's never gonna watch this. So I went up there and I was like, yeah, what kind of milk y'all got? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, you know, we don't really use milk. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, What? Tell me more. And he was like, Yeah, and he's explaining it. And I was like, so confused. He's like, and he mentioned whey. I was like, oh, I can't have whey. He's like, well, we got vegan protein. Da, da, da. So I'm talking, I'm like, yo, so what you saying? I'm I'm excited. You know, when yeah. I get excited, my accent gets crazy and right. heavy. So I'm like, oh, so what you saying is I could do this, down the third, da, 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 da. He's like, yeah. Are you from New York? I was like, nah, I'm from Alabama. <laughs> he said, oh, okay. <laughs> I felt like such a dick. He gave me the smoothie for free, too, and everything. Oh. Yeah. Why was it free? Because he, because it was my first one. Mm. I was like, y- y'all take Apple Pay? He's like, yeah, but the first one's on me. So just let me know if you like it and then come back. And I was like, mm. First one's on me, my ass. Yeah. Uh, me on his ass? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I ain't never get no on me. You know why? Was it was it player? No, God, it wasn't no. Him? I would I would have I would have never went up there <laughs> if it was him. How you get a free smoothie, man? Man, when Hell you, you no. know, I was I was I was making him laugh. I was hey, like, yo, dead ass. Like was working it. What I was saying, I was like, yo, I dead ass never even been over here because it's true. I never walked over to right. the smoothie spot. I was like, yo, man, this is oh y'all got y'all got C fours, y'all got this, that, and the third. I was excited about everything they have because I I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all got wheatgrass shots. Y'all got wow, okay, ginger shots. And that's when he was like, yeah, because I kept saying, y'all, y'all dead ass got all of this. He's like, yeah, you from New York? I'm like, nah. Nah, <laughs> Alabama. But I told him later, I was like, yeah, I'm from New York. I'm sorry. My bad. Sabrina like lying to people, y'all. Because it was just mad. It's so obvious I'm from New York. Like, Alabama nah. is the most like furthest Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> from what I sound like. Alabama. I'm cutting the IG live off, man. Y'all got it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was big. That was big holler. A free smoothie? A whole one? But he didn't give me, like, I'm trying to talk to you energy. He gave you he gave me, smoothie I'm, on the house energy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm from Yermanham, Alabama. He uh-huh. was like, okay, Yermanham. Yeah, man. <laughs> free smoothie. Because when I went up there for the first time, <laughs> he was, was not on the house. Who was it? I can't remember. Was it a... I feel like it was somebody I don't see there anymore. Uh, I think it was a girl. Ah, you should have went up to long hair. The dude that be wearing the fitteds with the long hair. It would be like a ponytail? Yeah. Yeah, I seen him walking around. I think he said his name was Charlie. Because when he gave it to me for free, he walked away like into the fucking sunset. I was like, wait, yeah. what's what, what's your name? Because like, now I have, feel like I have to like right. acknowledge your existence. Yeah. He's like, it's Charlie. And then walked, walked away, away to clean the Charlie's to, a good name <laughs> to clean the, the blender, and I was mm. like, "Yo, I appreciate you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie." Because uh, I saw, so I'll be, you know, I'll be on my bike for like thirty minutes to an hour. So I'll be watching, you know, the, the employees walking around. And I saw, I guess Charlie. There's a girl that works in the at the Pilates desk, so. I seen Charlie walk over to her, give her something, and then they was talking. And then he goes out, and then she she leaves the gym. Mm-hmm. She comes back and goes right over to the smoothie little area and hands him a drink. So I guess he put his order in or whatever, and she grabbed wow. it for him. And then I was like, "Oh, that's what's going on here." And I'm just sitting yeah. there peddling, watching the uh, 
gym life. Right. And uh, yeah, man, I'm cutting this live off for IG. Y'all got to get in on it. Join my Patreon if you want to continue. I Boom. will say I do enjoy people watching from the cardio section. I be watching everything. I was just peeping game. I just be, I be watching. I love people watching in the gym, and, like period. Because mm-hmm. I just see the different energies. I'm like, yo, this is one dude who got a mullet. And he really walk around like he's a, like a 1983 main <laughs> character <laughs> in some karate film. Right. And because that's his... He's got a great build. Yeah. Definitely gym, like gym body for right. sure. And how do I know this? He wears them little skinny, uh, like them skinny sleeve. This is not even a sleeve. It's just, it's a muscle tee. He wears muscle tees. Yeah. With titties out and everything. <laughs> You'd be rocking them titties out. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, he's got a mullet. He has uh, one little braid, like a Jedi braid mm. and like a feather at the end of it. You ever seen this man? No. When I watch him, I'm like, man, he, he, he like, every time he does a set, he mm. walks, he like, he'll drop it. He'll drop the weight. Like, yeah. And he looks around to see who's looking. And if nobody looking, he gets kind of quiet and goes back to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let me, just, let, me just re, let me just restock this. He I, does I that. often wonder, like, so I'll be hearing people loud in the gym. And I'll just be like, man, I wonder if they loud when they smash. Oh, they have to be. Because they'd be like, ah, kank, kank, kank. And I'd just be like, do they be in there? Like, they have to be loud during orgasm. They have to be like, ah. That's so scary. Because it'd be like, I know I know you're pushing it to the limit and, you, you know, because it's and you got to breathe and you got to mm-hmm. really take it there. But all that extra noise and the clanking. So I just imagine like a hard, loud orgasm. Ha! And he just shoves the girl off, and then she falls <laughs> off the bed. Clank, clank, clank. No, I want to. I, I want to imagine her flying across Man. the room, hitting the wall, and then sliding down the wall. <laughs> she just like, yeah. Ha! I'll just be like, why, why, why are y'all so noisy in the gym? Is what I want to know. We get it. You're working out. We get it. You're getting it in. You're getting after it. You're pushing it to the limit. But hush. There's this one dude in there. He's huge. Mm. He's like, he's really big. But he yeah. has like a really sweet face. Mm. It's like, he's this is probably the nicest guy ever. But he's kind of, he's intimidating because of his size. Right. And there was one time where he was lifting. And he was lifting heavy. And it almost seemed like he didn't want to make noise. Yeah. And on the last two ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just let it out, man. I get that one, man. Just let it out, bro. Like Cats I be doing minimal and just be like, Hah! I'll be like, for that? Yeah, I can see it in his face. I was just like, just, yeah. just scream that. Just scream out the last four. <laughs> and he did. <sighs> and I was like, you earned that because it was a lot of weight. Yeah. Yo, I, uh, I I was doing leg press today. I did uh, 200, over 200. Oh. Yeah, I was proud of myself. That's the first time? I was. That's what I was working. That's what I've been working up to. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to get to 250. Legs, McGee. Yeah. Legs, strength. Strength. I don't be wanting no attention in the gym, man. I am very antisocial in the gym. <laughs> I haven't. All, I worked in the gym for years, so you know, I did. I did my social run in the gym. I, I did that. So now I'm just in there. If you see me in the gym, a quick what's up? And we keep it moving. It's all right with me. We ain't got to talk. We ain't got to. You know what I'm saying? I avoid, sometimes I avoid eye contact with people. Like, if I know you, I'll be like, oh, shit, let me just mm. act like I'm focused on the set. I'm very, very anti I get annoyed when I see people talking in the gym. <laughs> like, and they just be posted up by the machine for mad long. And I'm just like, yo, man, people waiting on that machine. Just because nobody's hovering around the machine doesn't mean they don't need you to get your ass up out of there so they can get in. Like, I'm not a hoverer. When I when I need a machine, when I need a particular machine, I hover around the outskirts. I'm watching, waiting for the time I can swoop in, but also not be pressing you. So I'm like floating around, you know what I'm saying? If you just over there talking and just having a good time, foot propped up on the equipment, hush, man. And then people act like they can't listen and work out simultaneously. I know some people can't multitask like that, but at least if you're going to be talking 
At least be like, yeah, 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 I agree. And let that person talk to you while you're on the on the way bench. You can you can kill two birds with one stone. That'll just be why y'all like y'all ain't even hopping back in to do reps. Get your ass out of the way, man. Hush. I'm big hush energy in the gym, man. What's up? I see you. We doing the thing. I'm out. Unless we stretching, then you can just convo all day if you're sitting in the little grass. <laughs> you texted me aggressively the other day about it, about the those two people that was just talking. They was talking because I saw it. I saw it in real time. I was doing the squats or whatever, and then she was working out. She was getting it in, mm-hmm. and then dude comes over. Hey, she's like, oh, hey, blah, 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 blah. The blah, 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 blah did not stop. I finished three sets oh. of my exercise before they even got back to anything. Then I go to another, I go to the weight bench. Mm. I do three sets of the mm. bench press. They still, they ain't hopped into another exercise yet, but they over there oh taking up prime real estate. And then they were in the prime real estate section. There's certain areas in the weight room where yeah. it's a it's a hot area. Yep. So it was always somebody waiting. They was in there and I'm just like, Whatever y'all talking about can wait. Talk yeah. after you work out. I and mean, then post up in front of the gym and be like, yeah, so so what you, what you got going next? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hush, man. They literally have like couches and chairs and man, stuff in the front of the gym. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Prop up. Hang out. Get a smoothie. Sit in the little diner area. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, move. Mm-hmm. We we need we need this equipment. This is facts. I'm like, man, hush. I'm big hush in the gym. Yeah. Matter of fact, I need a shirt to say, man, just hush. I got you. People been telling me to make that merch for a long time now. I think it's time. I think it's time. I also have another idea for merch, but I'll say that off the air. But yeah, I think. Oh, also, the water idea. There's a whole bunch of merch ideas that I really think you should. Right. You should. Uh, I think the to. people will latch on. Yeah, just hush. Oh, man, just yeah. hush, man. It needs to be on the back too. Oh yeah. So when you're walking away, just, just hush, hush. and then on the back. Don't even come over here. <laughs> Don't even come over here. That's I'm so friendly, weird. McGee. You know me. With yeah, people. no, yeah. I am Mr. This. What's funny is that you have resting bitch energy. The Instead energy, of, yes. yeah, not resting not bitch face, face but, but resting energy. bitch energy, where it's like, man, don't come over here, just don't hush. Here, but the second somebody does, you be like, hey, mm, I'm all in. Yeah, man. I'm gonna give you energy, unless I'm not feeling with you. If I'm not feeling with you, I kind of, I'm bad at eye contact if I have an issue with you. Yeah, like I'll be like, <laughs> you just gotta look away. Like, <laughs> you looking for anything, man? You know what I'm saying? Get me out of here. Um, speaking of working out, um, I want to talk about the woman king <laughs> and these women getting in shape for this movie, getting it right, getting it tight. Viola Davis is in her fifties, out here getting after it. Viola Davis has a starring role in an action epic, but let's let that sit for a second. Viola Davis, African-American actress in her 50s, dark skin, not known in the action genre. She is the star of an action epic. I hate to say that this, this type of thing, it, it should be more common, and it, but it's not. And the fact that we got her leading a film like this is important and is and it's dope and it's uh it's something it's something to be talking about it's something to be proud of it's something to support now you know i know y'all got like oh the woman king we we boycotting it because they you know that kingdom was slave traders they were they were you know if you look up the history of what they were doing they were and like you know, um, there were there were there were a few places in Africa that were that were engaged in the slave trade. That's what it was then, and it sucks. And you know, it, it big time sucks. But within that, 
a lot of people are like, we boycotting it. We're not even supporting it. We're not even watching it. Now, the thing is, I don't know if they realize it or not, the slave trade thing is the anchor to the story. It's about, um, you know, Viola's like, yo, man, what we doing? What we doing? This ain't right, man. Let's let's uh, let's find other ways to get money. You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, the king is like, but that's that's our breadwinner, man. That's how we getting paid out here in the streets. But it's like, nah, man, we we, we can find another way to get this money without having to do this. So that's at the core of this film, and I think people don't even realize that. They just like, nah, man, it's about this and that. And what's funny is. Historical movies take artistic liberties all the time. They do this all the time. They all they take artistic liberties all the time. They change, they change, they tweak history, they change this, they add in new people that didn't exist. They always changing shit. So us in the black community, yeah, we're tired of slave movies on one hand. We're tired of it. We're tired of the slave narrative. We're tired of being victims. We're tired of reliving historical trauma through through film and television. We're at a point now where it's just like, man, man, I know the stories need to be told. John Boyega did have a perm. Uh, I know these stories need to be told, but um, so when they do tweak it to where it's, you know, a lighter, you know, telling of the history, why not? Why the hell not? Why not have it to where the main character's like, yo, we're we going to stop the slave trade because it ain't right. Why not have that character in there and be the lead of the film? Because when these other movies change history, they get praised for it. Quentin Tarantino has changed history. Not, not once. He probably four or five times in. And Glorious Bastards, <laughs> they go up in the theater and shoot up Hitler and his whole squad and burn them niggas up. That did not happen in real life. It happened in Glorious Bastards, a movie rooted in historical trauma. And he was just like, nah, we changing all that up. Here's the ending. Satisfying ending, but he changed history. And nobody was like, boycott in Glorious Bastards. Not to my knowledge, anyway. I'm not sure if, if there was an organization that was like, we, we don't approve this. Maybe that happened, but I know in Glorious Bastards still made over $100 million. I know it was critically praised. I know Christoph Waltz got an Oscar win based on the strength of this movie. So it was just like the movie was still being supportive. Quentin Tarantino changes history again with Once Upon a Time in America. Um, is it in Hollywood? In Hollywood. In Hollywood. Changed history again with uh, Sharon Tate not getting murdered by the Manson clan. He was like, no, we're just going to change that, you know? And so there there are countless movies where they alter history. Shit, we look, we look at white Jesus every day. We look at white Jesus <laughs> on a daily basis. But anyway, I said all that to say, watch the movie first and then then gauge how you feel about it. And if you really and if you really wanted it historically accurate. Cause if it was historically accurate, then we we got a different movie. Now we got a downer. Now we just like, man, shit sucks. Now we like, man, why we gotta see this again? We know they were slave trading. We know. So now we're getting heroic attributes in this joint. We're getting good action. We're getting good fight choreography. And then another thing that came up about this movie is misogyny is alive and well you dudes on the internet y'all get on my nerves you really don't like women you really don't like women and you can't handle women in certain roles and you low-key don't want to admit it but you do want to admit it you just don't like women and then when when a guy i throw myself in the mix pumps up women praises women show support whatever now now we simping now we doing this and doing that. Let me tell you something, man. I like women. Always have. I like women. Beyond beyond the sexual realm. Yeah, they be looking good and shit. You know what I'm saying? We get it. But women are dope beyond just relatives and wanting to have sex with them. They just are. You know, when I think back of all of the women teachers I've had growing up, uh, female friends or whatever, just when you look back, 
at what women have done for you and, you know, how they ride for you and supporters and like, you know, communications and all this. It's like women are so vital to my existence outside of my mom, of course, but just like so many lessons learned, so many vital moments in my life. You know, I got a, I got a dope stepmom, you know, it's just, I was, I was surrounded by educated women, educated black women who, you know, had brains and integrity and like, you know, beauty and smarts and care and like you know what i'm saying so these dudes out here i don't know what your origin story is against women i don't know what woman fucked you up growing up i don't know who hurt you i don't know who broke your heart i don't know who betrayed you but it's time to get over that man it's time to get over looking at women as just sexual objects and just all right women in my family there's more to it than that and you know Y'all be so quick to be like, the agenda, the agenda. They trying to, you know, demasculate the man. And just like whenever there's a woman in power in any type of entertainment realm or any type of narrative, y'all immediately go to, they trying to put us down. When what you fail to realize is that the man and woman partnership is strong. It's like, you know, why why would you want to be partnered up with somebody that you think you're better than that you're lording over that, you know, you're just using them for whatever? Why would you want that to be your life partner? Why would you want to, you know, be amongst that energy, man? You 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 got to respect who you with. And I feel like a lot of dudes out here y'all are like, man, the woman king. Why is it called the woman king? Watch the goddamn movie and then they explain that title. On why it's that. They're not trying to say, oh, yeah, we putting women in power. You know what I'm saying? And if so, so what? Man, it was women in power back in the day. Come to terms with that, man. Women, women are not this vile creature creation that's sent here to go against you or to be better than you or any of that. Like, get out of your own insecurities about gender relations and just come to terms with the fact that women are dope. Oh, Tony simping again. He out here trying to whatever you want to call it, man. Shut the hell up. Y'all just soft because y'all look y'all look soft when you down women like that, just blindly. Like you look you look soft and weak to me because you know women have had my back my whole life. You know I've always felt loved and appreciated and cared for for women. Even when I was trash, it was just still just like man. But they they dope. And, you know, these dudes that can't even handle women in an action role. I don't believe it, man. I don't believe it. Ain't no way a woman could beat a man. We just we just stronger than them. We, we, we better than them. And it's just like, watch the goddamn movie, bro. At the end of the day, it is an action movie. It's a lot of unrealistic shit happening in every action movie you've ever watched. Vin Diesel flying around, catching people in midair, lifting cars up. That shit is fake, bro. That shit is fake with you. Oh man, that movie was good. We got we got regular human men fighting aliens that were bred to hunt. They just fighting them, squaring up, man. Shit is fake, bro. You know, it, it's fake shit in every action movie you watch, man. There ain't no way one man taking out 80 some people in a club. I don't care how trained they are. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, man. So let this happen. Let Viola Davis be at the helm of an action movie. And then it was like, oh, they're trying to make the king look weak because he's listening to women. You know how many action movies where the lead action person, Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson, they never listen to the captain. They never listen to the captain. This is an action movie cliche. They never listen to the captain. Yo, no more dead bodies. No, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't my fault. I want you off the case. You're not going to go back over there. All right. And they go back over there. Every action movie, they never listen to their superior. This movie, The Woman King, is the same scenario. The king was like, hey, man, don't you go back over there. If Ola Davis was like, all right, I hear you. But she went over there. This is in every action movie of all time. Axel Foley never listened to his captain. That's why he went to Beverly Hills. He was lying to him the whole goddamn movie, and we praise Axel Foley. They were lying to every captain, every superior officer. Bad boys. He was like, no more dead bodies. Just get the dope back quietly. Marcus and Mike did everything noisy, and there was more dead bodies. So please miss me with the bullshit y'all are saying in these comment sections. What is y'all problem with women? 
because the action is dope. The fight choreography is dope. And I will argue this. The fight choreography in The Woman King trumps Black Panther from an action standpoint. Because Black Panther was too CGI in a lot of it. These action sequences were more visceral. And that's the kind of action I gravitate towards. Um, you know, because there, there were several moments in Black Panther where I was just like, man, that looked mad fake. I'm not saying The Woman King is a better movie than The Black Panther. I'm just saying from an action choreography standpoint, I feel like I want I want to see some of this action choreography in The Black Panther too. Cuz think about The Black Panther when Chadwick fought uh Mbaku. When T'Challa and Mbaku fought in the beginning of the movie, the fight choreography was mid. It was big mid. It was it was mid city mid Midlife crisis, midsection. It was, it was, it was cool, but it wasn't like, man, boy, woo, that fight. It was, it was. They could, they. I felt like they kind of rushed it a little bit. But the fight scenes in, in the Woman King were very like, yeah, I like this. And miraculously, they were able to keep the blood low. I don't know what this movie was rated, but it wasn't very bloody. Even though you know people were getting chopped up and stabbed, and they kept the blood flow low. So what I'm saying is you could have your issues with them rewriting history or revisiting this history, um, but don't let that sway you. Go check it out. Go watch it because I want to see more movies like this with with black women at the helm, directed by a black woman. Yeah, it was written by white women. Um, There's another thing I want, I, I want you to touch on. Mm-hmm. Two white women. Two white women. But everybody, the black Black woman director and mm. black uh, cast. Black editor. Black everybody except for those two white women. Yeah. But everybody's focused on those two white women. So you're gonna not put money in the rest of the black people right. behind it, right? Because of those two white women. Because you're supporting Gina uh, Maria Bello and Maria Bello and Dana Stevens were the were the writers of the mm-hmm. story, but. Uh, but the story was a good one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got a black director um, and you have an Academy Award winning black lead. Mm-hmm. And these movies need to make money. The movie cost $50 million to make. They probably spend another 30, 40 on marketing and all of that. And so we want to see more movies like this. Yes. And the only way that's going to happen is you got to you got to put butts in the seats and you got to put the money up. Are you going to sit and complain and be like, man, we'll never get no representation. We'll never see this. We'll never see that. But then when something comes along, you always got an issue with it. And then you don't support. And then Hollywood will have the excuse because Hollywood is racist. So they'll be like, well, the, the movies don't make any money. What do you want from us? They always had that argument to lean back on because you're not supporting when we do try something like this. And this is not a Red Tails situation. Red Tails, I remember I was up in arms on Twitter when Red Tails came out. We got to support these kind of movies, you know what I'm saying? George Lucas out here, you know what I'm saying? Tuskegee Airmen, man, let's get it. And the movie was trash. (laughs) I, I got quiet quick. I damn near deleted my Twitter. But The Woman King is not this. The Woman King is a good time. And somebody somebody, somebody told me I was caping about the movie. I was like, did you watch it? He was like, yeah, I watched it. I don't believe you. I don't believe that you watched it. Because if you say the movie is whack, why? Mm. Where are the weaknesses? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to convince me that you saw the movie. If you're going to be shitting on it, convince me that you saw it first. Because I think this is this is one of those movies where you're coming away from some you're coming away with something appealing about this movie. The performances are good, uh, the relationships are good, um, the fight choreography is good, the story is solid. Capping means like I'm lying, like I'm just like you know. No, capping means I I call that dude a cap. I'm saying he was lying because I don't believe that he saw it. Especially I posted this the day after we watched it Thursday night. Most people ain't going on a Thursday night, and if you low if you low key a hater, you ain't gonna watch it Thursday the day, night. Yeah, the day it comes out. You know what I'm saying? So 
just to save your little argument, I feel like you just, yeah, I saw it. Anybody can say they saw it. But I bet you if I sat down in person and grilled them about what happened, it would probably be raggediness because I think he was capping. Uh, but he said I was caping for the movie, trying to be like Captain Save a Ho because dudes don't like women again. Um, but I just had to get all that off my goddamn chest. And the movie, saxophone-wise, you're going to have to watch my little review. I'm going to do a three-minute review, and uh, it's going to be on TikTok, and I'm going to put it on my Instagram of uh, The Woman King. I'm going to really dig deep into the movie itself outside of the social element and what I've been talking about in here. So stay tuned for that. Um, but go watch it, man. It made $19 million at the box office this weekend, which is more than they predicted. They projected like uh, at first 12, then 15. And it was like, oh, 19. So that's a step in the right direction. That means the word of mouth is good. And I want this to play out long uh, so we can get more movies like this. Um, and can I also add that Women Kings, there's King Mary of Hungary. Oh. King Razia of the Delhi Sultanate. I don't know how to say that, my bad. King Jadwiga of Poland. Oh. There's plenty of women who were kings yeah. in history. Right. And there's one woman who had that argument in your um in your comment section is like, we as women, first of all, don't say we as women. <laughs> Leave me the fuck out of this. Yeah. Um, don't want to be referred to as kings. We are soft. We are delicate. We are queens. I'm like, shut. I wanted to go off, but you know, I'm trying to do better at arguing in the comment section. I've been yeah. doing great because, man, that day, whoo, girl. Man. Let me tell you something, man. A king, that's not a, a king or a queen, that's not a soft and delicate position at all. You can't you can't be soft and delicate and be the king of a nation. You got to be gritty. You got to make hard decisions. You got to be tough. You got to be respected. You can't just be sitting up there looking soft Mm-mm. and dainty or whatever you want to call it. They got to see you and be like, "Oh shit, man, zero games in here." Kings got to be about their zero games life. Look at what we watching on the House of Dragon. The king, uh, he looks a little soft. He's a little salt. Like when we look at him, we just like, mm, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? You got to be gritty, man. Yeah. me with all that. Yeah, because like when people think of queens, when us simpletons, when us normal individuals who know nothing about royalty in, right. in real life mm-hmm. speak on king, queen, princesses. Right. Because think about when we call little girls princesses, they soft, delicate, don't let them do too much. Don't right. let them get dirty. Don't let them do this, that, and the third. They mm. can't get rough and tumble. Right. You know what I mean? They're, not, they're very rarely ever tomboys. You know what I mean? Right. And then like queens, like, oh, that's my queen. She don't got to do nothing. I'm, I'm right. going to pay for this, that, and the third. Da, da, da. Yeah. Meanwhile, we know from Queen Elizabeth, right? Mm. She she had to do some grimy sh- And like, we don't know exactly where her mind was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she had to back up a lot of trash. And the backlash on that for 50 years that she was mm-hmm. in in the position, you can't you can't be soft taking right. all that. You know how many people hate the queen? And she just had it like, yeah, all right, well, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, she, what you couldn't do about it. <laughs> I was watching uh the series is soft as ice cream. Um because people like somebody was praising Queen Elizabeth on uh Charlemagne the God show. <laughs> Angela Rye was sitting next to him. So I was like, uh-oh, he about to get thrown on the grill. And Angela Rye was just like, you know, I respect you as an author and everything, but there's no way, you know, I could, because he said, I could never say anything bad about the Queen and the Commonwealth and this, that, and the third. And Roy Wood was there too. He was on the panel as well. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, Angela Rye felt like, Queen Elizabeth never did enough to speak out against the injustices that's on her kingdom and beyond within it. Because Princess Diana was way more, you know, vocal and like, no, man, this, this is horseshit. That's why they was mm-hmm. trying to. So it was like, so we look at Queen Elizabeth as blacks. And it's just like, mm. I mean, you're the queen, but, you know, what, what have you really done? And Roy Wood was just like, that's like going to, 
you know, you're working for a company that was doing all types of bullshit. Now you're the you're the CEO of the company. <laughs> you might want to write the bullshit that that the company was doing, or else you just the face of the bullshit ass company. And so it was just like, I mean, yeah. it's true. So if you really want to be like, you know, and Queen Elizabeth, she was just all right, I'm chilling. She like, started young too. She in was her young 20s? in the game. Young. And and it was like she was just thrown in it like oh yeah oh. and it was like she never found at least voice. on the outside looking it was Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell to me on the outside looking in I feel like she didn't have you know a strong presence like a, the attention grab of like someone like me like an American a black American it was never like oh Queen I just saw oh Queen Elizabeth's still alive that was pretty much yeah that's me I'm like man yeah. she's getting smaller yeah I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's still that, alive that picture I sent you literally the day before she passed away I was yeah. like look how tiny she is man <laughs> she mad she mad small so it was just that's that's all you bringing so it was just like I feel like Princess Diana had more of an impact mm-hmm. in terms of just like outspokenness and just you know going against the grain of the kingdom or whatever she was on the scene too she wasn't mm-hmm. afraid to get out there right and like and be in the face of like the people that needed right needed them she was outspoken on uh hiv and aids back mm-hmm. in the day when they just wanted to be tight lips she was yeah. like no nah, man this this and, is happening yeah. right and so you know i i see why you know, her untimely death was so impactful because it was just like, man, she she was doing something that, you know, I'm not sure how, uh, was it Charles? Was mm-hmm. it Charles? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what he's going to do. It's funny, when Queen Elizabeth died, that was the first time I heard him talk. <laughs> he was talking at, he was talking about her past. I was like, I never heard this dude before. Yeah, it was mad British. I was like, yo, of course. <laughs> but I never, I never heard him say nothing. So I was just like, wow, he's talking. My favorite meme right now is, uh, "Don't ever give up on your dreams. Always believe in yourself." Prince Charles just had, just got his first job yeah. at seventy three. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> his first job he's ever. Mad old. Uh, he That's how old his mom was. Right. <laughs> He's 73. All right. Got a job. Well, <laughs> let me go ahead and go to the office. Um, I also want to talk about people were so upset that Meghan Markle was holding her husband's hand. Oh, that's ridiculous. And I need y'all to just shut up. If you hate her, fine. Just be honest as to why you hate her. Right. Because everybody was holding each other's hand and comforting each other. Like... Harry's grandmother just died. Right. At the end of the day, and then I, I've watched uh, a bunch of uh, interviews before this. This was like when they first moved out here to Cali. Because mm-hmm. I was I was intrigued. I was like, what's, this is interesting. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they left the kingdom. Like what is, what's going to happen? What, what are they going to do? And also I really appreciated how Harry was like, man, it's my wife. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, right. Whatever. And he said... Uh, well, they said they were pretty much talking about how like the queen like would send gifts for the baby and like all this other stuff. Uh-huh. And like she was she was a good grandmother. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to him, he really lost somebody. Like I right. know we're looking at the queen as a queen. Right. But this is a grandmother to right. this man. So, of course, if I'm I would hold your hand. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you were in that situation and they're like, nah, but it's not just about how she held his hand. She leaned in with her body. And I'm like, you mean like, like a supportive lane? Right. Like, you know, what I mean? it's yeah. just, it's just so ridiculous how people will find anything to attack her. Right. And she's just, and I love that she showed up in uh, Princess Diana mm-hmm. attire. Right. Feel this. Yeah. She's like, man, y'all hate me here. If y'all ever been consoled, it's very, it's touchy feeling, y'all. Yes. I, mean, I need, I need the world to recognize this. It's touchy feeling. People are going to be coming in. They're going to be holding you. They're going to be rubbing your back. They're going to be grabbing your booty cheeks. They're going to be grabbing your titties. They're going to be squeezing your sack. Mm-hmm. And you'll take whatever support you can get <laughs> when you are hurting, man. Like, <laughs> I remember I was at Teddy Ray's, um, Teddy Ray's little celebration at the comedy club. Shout out to Teddy Ray. And um, I was, venue was packed. You know, we all in there. We standing around. And, you know, I started crying. And I'm crying hard, so I'm just like, you know, eyes closed. Hey, my my uh, my eyes are in my hand. 
and I'm just getting hugged up on. I don't know who it is. I don't know where it's coming from. I just know they're small. <laughs> they're small people because they're coming in low, <laughs> and it was just it was two hugs, one high, one low, and I was just like, man, I don't know who this is, but I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? And then then it was an extra. It was an extra hand in there rubbing my my upper back so it was just, it was just mad support coming in from multiple <laughs> angles i didn't know who was who until i recovered i was just like oh this oh hey jasmine keatris oh man deezy man i appreciate you oh, i had to just open my eyes and look around but in the moment it was just like you feel the the support of human touch and that's it helps and it's just like man what the hell are y'all looking for out here man right. of course man lean in Yes. When people are hurting, lean in. Go in for the. You ain't even got to talk. Just go in, hug. I did that for somebody. This was years ago. I was in the Department of Black Programs. It was a girl I kind of knew, and um, she was in there. We were the only two in the in the Department of Black Programs at that time. Well, the secretary was in the other room. We were the only two in the lounge, and she was at the computer. And I'm just you know doing stuff on different computers, working in there. And she just started crying, and I was just like. And uh, I just came in and hugged her and let her get it out. I, don't, I didn't ask no questions. I didn't, I didn't say what's wrong. I didn't say a word. I just hugged her, let her cry in that hug, and then kept it moving. I went to class. She, she went on about her way. And I never to this day asked what was wrong, but it was just, you know, some people just need that. You know what I'm saying? Just that human connection hugs are powerful so i just did that left i still don't know to this day i don't even remember her name but yeah man lean in it's two things Mm -hmm. as someone who has been in megan's position where i was mourning as well as being supportive Mm -hmm. that that physicality is necessary yeah can you can you imagine if i never even like got near you right last year like just never even You've like been weird. I'm like, right. Where you been, man? <laughs> like imagine if I just watched you from across the room, right? Like sad, like man. Yeah. And, but I'm sad across the room, but I'm just still like, yeah, right. Know, all right. I don't want to lean in. Yeah, so I can't even imagine not being right. physically supportive. You know what I mean? And another thing that popped up into my head, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of Queen Elizabeth pregnant. I can't yeah. even think of one. Because to see a pregnant queen of England, it's too much lean in. It's too Somebody much. leaned into that pussy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they, they don't want to get that in your head. Like, oh, she's pregnant. Somebody leaned in to that pussy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that picture. <laughs> so they, they don't want the they don't want the, the idea of pumps on the lean in going, going in. <laughs> um, oh, so check this out because we're going to wrap up soon. Um, so a new planet has been discovered. You know, now that they got the uh, the Webb telescope is out here doing crazy wonders in, in space and they finding all kind of new shit out there. So they found a new planet that's orbiting a smaller star and they say that it's in the habitable zone and it's one of those planets that I think they say it's bigger than Earth, but it has the potential to be, you know, it's one of them exoplanets. So they're saying that there could be life here. And on this planet, the lifespan on this planet could put you in like seven to nine thousand years old. So that would be the life expectancy on this planet. It's far away, it's mad far away. Everything they find is like super far away. But they were saying, yo, the lifespan on this planet is like between seven and nine thousand years. I forget. I forget what the year is. So, uh, I got a number. It's thirty percent bigger than Earth. Uh-huh. Um, the te- half the temperature of our sun, but it's six point five times smaller than our sun. Well, so the sun is that their star is smaller than our sun. Mm-hmm. The planet um, is bigger than our Earth. No, it's not in our galaxy though. So it completes an orbit around. T zero one four three the the planet in mm-hmm. a time period of two point seven days. So now, 
That's why the life expectancy is longer on that planet. Mm -hmm. So it revolves around its sun in 2.7 days. That's why. So when I know when you hear lifespan and you just, man, we could live to be 9,000 years old. You got to take it into, into context what a year means. So a year is every time we completely revolve around the sun, that's one year. So with this planet, it goes around it so fast that each year is 2.5 days. So therefore, but when you do when you do the math and you break it down, the life expectancy on this planet is actually 73 years, 73 point some years. 73.5 years. 73.5 years. So don't get excited and think you're going to be 9,000 years old on this planet and be like, man, we mad old, man, we out here. No, it's just going to be, the years are shorter. Mm-hmm. Y'all can only imagine what a day is. A day is like 30 minutes. You be like, man, man, you you was in the movie for a week. <laughs> you was watching the movie in the movie theater for a week. You be like, man, that was last week. And that was just literally an hour ago. So, yeah, so that's pretty dope, man. Like, I love the fact that this web telescope is finding all kind of new shit in the universe. And, like, y- y'all know I'm an astronomy guy. So I think it's super dope um, that they keep finding stuff. And I'm super fascinated. And I hope they find, I want them to find the planet. And I want them to see, to be able to see close enough to the planet where they see this life on that planet. I want them to see like, yo, we saw aircraft. We see cities. There's a city on that planet we're looking at. That shit will blow my head off. I'll be like, yo, they got a whole civilization that we can see from space on that planet over there. But do you think we're ready? Like, I feel like they hide a lot of stuff from us. Yeah. Because they feel like we're not ready to. Man, to fuck know. them, man. Which is annoying because you know what it is? I feel like as humans, humans are so self-centered and so like we are better than mm-hmm. everything. Like, look at how we treat planet. I mean, treat uh, life on this planet. Right. Um, Even things that technically are stronger than us and that are just better than us like right. animals will be like well we're gonna make a gun yeah and who's better now right. you know what i mean it's like yeah but you're not top of the food chain right. in reality we're not top of the food chain we're not in reality we're there's a lot after us yeah. um but we you know egotistical mm-hmm. species Pride. so it's like if we found out yo there's life on another planet do you think that there'll be like somebody that's like let's take it over I want that. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? For so it's sure. like, are we even ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm yeah, I would love to know. I'm big ready, man. Big ready. Big ready, man. Um, shout out to if any of you that are listening and watching this show, man, if you got any family and friends in Puerto Rico, man, prayers. Um, they're going through the storm right now. Was it Fiona? Fiona. Fiona. There's serious flooding going on. The power's out. Now they have no power. I feel like a few years ago, it was Puerto Rico went through five years ago power outage. Yeah, Maria. Um, so if you got any family, friends, associates, or you, you don't even know anybody there at all, put Puerto Rico on your mind, man. They're going through, and wherever wherever else this storm is going through and headed, man. Uh, prayers and thoughts, man, because this. The flood video is crazy. I was just like, man, that's scary, man. It's so scary because I'm watching, I'm literally watching my grandmother's neighborhood be destroyed. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like such a helpless feeling watching these videos. Like, yo, like, this is like, these are my family's homes. This is where like they grew up. You know, this is like, especially now I am with my grandmother. Like, yo, the places she grew up in that made her who she is that I know is being destroyed. Mm. And like, it's like, I'm dying to take you to Puerto Rico. Right. And now with this, I'm like, what am I going to be taking you to if we do go? Right. And like, that's scary too. It's like, damn, like in my mind, I have the Puerto Rico I want to show you, but now I'm like, what Puerto Rico is going to be left to show you. Mm. And, and yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, man. Cause it's, it's going down. Mm-hmm. That, that's the scary part about island life, man. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, man, you so vulnerable out there. That's a that's the one thing. I know we romanticize islands and, uh, oh, yeah. I kind of like the mainland. I'm going to be honest with y'all because it's just, it's more opportunity for escape. 
Like, yeah. you know, if, you, if you're if on the coast, if you're in Florida, like on the coast when they have the hurricanes, you can just be like, all right, we're going to drive. Let's just go to Chicago real quick, wait this out. Um, and it's big and it's just like, but when you're on an island, like the Virgin Islands got smacked in the face by Fiona. And it's just like, it's scary because, you, all right, if it takes over the whole island, where are you going? You run, you run to the edge of the island, it's just that. And it's just like, man, that's... That's scary, man. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Um, crumble cookies. Mm. Crumble cookies, according to Sabrina, they always trending on Twitter. They are. Now, anytime I tweet about crumble cookies, we kind of get into a little tift. I don't know what a tift is, but <laughs> we get into a little something on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter heavy. I, I post and dip for the most part. But when I post about my love of crumble, people come in there and ain't all that, man. Insomnia all day. It's like, you know, beef. It's like rivalry. I like insomnia as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, but crumble, though. Crumble and like offshoot places in various cities. I want to give a shout out to uh, Goodly Cookies in Omaha. Nebraska. There's there's a goodly cookies in like three three different locations. I had goodly cookie in Omaha, and these cookies were just. I went in there. I don't know why I went in there. I went in there and grabbed one cookie. I came back for two more the next day. <laughs> they were just goodly. See, William Taylor says Goodly Cookies in Omaha are amazing. They are phenomenal. They would, they would, they blew, they they blew me away. So, so I try to keep them out of my mind because I'm I'm rarely in Omaha. And so, Crumble though, Crumble Cookies. What I like about them, I don't know if y'all know this about Crumble. They change their menu every Monday. So Monday they come out with the new menu for the week. So they only got you only got a week to get in on whatever uh, cookies they have, and they change it every week, which is I think is genius because they can keep coming up in these trending topics. It's like yo, they got this flavor, they got that flavor. So now it kind of makes you excited to see all right what they doing next. What they doing next? Uh, so I give them that over Insomnia, who has traditionally the same cookies. Um, and also this, man. I've said this before on the podcast. I'm saying it again. I, I'm a fan of cookie dough. I like cookie dough. I can eat cookie dough all day, fresh out the tube. Fresh out. I was hooked on this uh, vegan cookie dough. Uh, eat pastry. Eat pastry. I used to get this. It was just a part of me going grocery shopping. I was mm-hmm. just like, I, I'm getting the waters. I'm getting the green juice. I'm getting the cookie dough. And I would just go in there with a spoon and just eat the cookie dough. Like I, I rarely needed to cook them in the oven. And if I did cook them in the oven, they were barely cooked in the oven. I like super soft uh, meat. I like my cookies rare. I like them rare, barely cooked, soft. I can eat them with a spoon. What crumble does for me, it's a big-ass cookie. It's it's biscuit-like in size, damn near. It's super soft, and that is my pleasure. That is my, it's a warm, soft, big-ass cookie. And they doing this every week. We changing up the menu. So I might go in there and take a gamble on something. And then boom, I done walked into some bliss. Like they had this kind of, they had this uh, lemon cookie uh, a few weeks ago. Fire. Then they had some kind of cinnamon. They got like a snickerdoo. Fire and fire and fire again. Last time I went there, I had an emotional breakdown last week uh, about Serene and like, you know, court stuff. So I made a beeline to Crumble Cookie just to feel good. Like that was my little, that was my little monster's ball moment. I just wanted to feel good. (laughs) And I went straight to Crumble Cookie and I got like, but the only cookie that interests me on on their latest, you know, selection was this one. It was like a, uh, I forget, I I sent a picture to Sabrina. I forget which one I got. Oh, you got the uh, moon moon cake. Moon cake. It was cool, but it was, it was like the best one out of those choices. So I just immediately went to get one. 
Uh, it was it was it was solid, but you know, I went for that, and um, I just I just love a good big ass soft cookie. Now, the only the only crunchy cookies that I absolutely love, I can eat crunchy cookies, but the only ones that I absolutely love are ginger snaps. Ginger snaps are the hardest cookies around, but I absolutely love ginger snaps. And don't get me wrong. If I got to choose between a hard ginger snap or a soft ginger ginger cookie, I'm going with the soft. But the fact that ginger snaps have been around for so long, and they're spicy, it's Lorita. <laughs> the snaps are so, and it's one particular brand I like more than the others, but that's probably my favorite hard cookie of all time. Um, but man. If you come across a crumble cookie, man, pull up. Now, there's mixed reviews. Like, people will be like, it wasn't all that to me. I would just be like, well, how do you like your cookies? Do you like your cookies rare? Do you like them super soft in the middle where you feel like it might be a little undercooked? Does that bother you? Because I feel like if you're a cookie dough person where you can either eat cookie dough raw or barely cook it, I feel like it's impossible for you not to feel crumble, in my opinion. If you're about that life. I know some people prefer their cookies cooked more to where you get the more, you get more of a cook at insomnia. You're going to get a soft cookie, but the cookie is going to feel all the way cooked. Crumble is going to give you that barely, it's bleeding still. And if you can't handle that type of cookie, then you're going to come away from it like, eh, it's not all that to me. Y'all let me know, man. Let me know what kind of cookies you prefer. Can I uh, just shout out three black-owned vegan cookie companies oh. that are very delicious? Struggle Beer Bakery? No, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm giving the <laughs> shout-out to Struggle Beer right here. Is right Struggle Beer vegan? That's yeah. why. They're well, 100% vegan. I don't know if he's vegan. all vegan, yeah, that's but what, that's what I meant. Cookies, yeah. yeah. The, those cookies were good. They were. Sorry, Struggle Beard. I don't mean nothing. I was just... You weren't on my mind when I thought of this because I was thinking fully vegan, 100% vegan. Miss Smiley said... <laughs> Struggle Beard is getting slapped repeatedly in the face with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Struggle Beard Bakery's cookies are fire. They're very good. I sat and ate too many of them in Chicago just to get them out the way. Yes. But keep going. Um, so Amore's cookies. It's Amore's in LA. Um, amazing. Remember I brought back cookies the other day from the Black on the Block that I worked with uh, Tabitha? Yes. Those cookies are mad good. Um, Maya's cookies are also very good in San Diego. You can get those delivered. If you don't live in San Diego, you can actually hit up Maya's, M-A-Y-A, cookies. And uh, Sela, I feel like that's how you pronounce it. Also, black woman-owned bakery in L.A., vegan cookies. Have I had them? Mad good. I don't know. Sabrina holding down on these cookies, man. Because you don't be wanting to know every time. And I'm I'm supportive of, of your goals. I'm more supportive of your goals. Sometimes you are, but it's when you want to do it. Yeah, because sometimes you sometimes be like, I'm like, you know, yes. he been good. Let me. He can he can do this one time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've never even heard of that last place. Yeah, so it's there's a lot of good vegan cookie spots out here, and just in general, like out here in in the world. Yeah, that I feel like people need to hit up. Um, yeah, man. Cookie they be soft. They be soft. I like the Chewy Chips Ahoy over the Crunchy. But we, we've come a long way since Chips Ahoy, man. Chips Ahoy is back when, you know, options was limited. Now that we getting these specialized cookie places where this is what we do, where you walk, you walk in and this is what we do, mm. Chips Ahoy is a thing of the past. That's facts. I mean, that's that's low budget right there. That's when that's when you're in a small town and you got one grocery store. I would like to shout out Madison Bakery for making the Cookie Monster cake oh, for Sincere's birthday. Madison Bakery. Madison Rose Bakery. Mad- Madison Rose. Yes. She made a cookie uh, cake birthday cake for Sincere. Fire, man! That 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 uh. Frosting. Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect, man. It was very light. Yes. It wasn't too sugary and sweet yes. and heavy. It was it was such a perfect cake. Mm-hmm. Madison Rose Bakery. Because I was eating Sincere's slice. Mm-hmm. I was eating off his plate. 
because I didn't want to get my own. Cecil cut himself. He cut the first slice of the birthday cake, <laughs> and it was a big one. And so I was just dipping into his. And and I've always been a fan. Historically, my my favorite birthday cake throughout my years is a is a chocolate cake with a fruit filling. So it was like a raspberry filling. So my favorite cake of all time, in case y'all want to know, what kind of cake Tony like? <laughs> Chocolate cake, raspberry or strawberry filling in the middle. The The icing has to be cool whip in terms of texture. Like I don't like buttercream. Uh, I don't like buttercream frostings. That's too much for me. It's kind of... It's kind of harder and, and, and grittier, and, and it's too sweet. I like a, a Cool Whip type of uh, frosting. That's like my favorite type of, you know, birthday cake right there. And this icing that she had on Sincere's Cake reminded me of that. And so yeah. I'm just like, I'm all in. It was so good. Oh, it was a good time. It was a, so for people who want to know, it was a vanilla cake with crushed up Oreos uh, mixed into it. And then it was like a vanilla. It wasn't even like a vanilla frosting. It was just like, it was almost like a like a whipped cream type of frosting. That's, that's why I like it. Yeah, it was like a whipped cream yeah. frosting. And then it was adorned with uh, chocolate chip cookies and Oreos. Mm-hmm. Chips Ahoy may be a thing of the past, but Oreos is here to stay. Yeah. Oreo flavored things is, man. Oreo as a flavor is a good time. I can only do three Oreo cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel that. But when you crush them up and throw them in something, it's a good-ass time. I'm in there. Yeah. I've been getting uh, strawberry matcha uh, boba. Well, I I don't get the boba. So I've been getting a strawberry matcha drink from Boba Time with crushed Oreos in it. Mm -hmm. Good times. It's so good. It's so good. Stuff be good, y'all. It's going to be good. Anyway, man, y'all are good. Y'all are good to me for listening. Um, we appreciate y'all. Shout out to my Chatsworth, my patron saints. I love y'all passionately in the shower. What's up, Cat James? I see you in here. We killing your diet. I'm killing my own diet. I'm sorry. Um, we out here. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Share this, share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, man. Let's get the word out. We in here talking about some things. I know y'all said timestamp some stuff. Uh, I know y'all wanted me to timestamp the stuff on women. Uh, Action movie cliches, um, why you should watch The Woman King, Cookie Dough, Space, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, y'all, uh, I appreciate y'all, and uh, I want y'all to have good weeks. I want y'all drinking plenty of water. I want y'all having a good dinner tonight. And uh, thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.